The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Ah, yeah, here I am, the HBIC, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. (laughs) And all the way over here is this big mouth fool. Maddie B. Babe, oh, Maddie B, that's your name today? Today I'm going with Maddie B. B. Sounds like a 1990s uh, singer from Everett, (laughs) Massachusetts. That's Stevie B. I'm I'm Maddie B. I'm Maddie B. And in the middle (laughs) is my soul sister, Jill Coletti. And we're going to talk all about Uh, Jill and her life. I'm I'm loving having guests on right now. It's like my new new favorite thing. I love it. Yeah, well, take some pressure off of me. <laughs> but no, no pressure. I, I do love it because I really, in my heart, there's days where I'm just like, "What the fuck am I doing this podcast? This is so much work. It's a lot." It's a but lot. then when I when I hear people who have actually taken my tools and like applied them and then like changed their lives, and I'm like, "Oh, that's why I do the stuff oh, that yeah, sometimes right, I movement. don't want to do." Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bowel movement some days, let me tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but before Good we big. start today's ambitious installment, I always love to read the iTunes podcast review of the week, and it is from Sally G-E-W-B, and she says, Katie is life-changing and so inspirational. Katie totally lives what she preaches, authentically living in her mantra. Thanks for the wake-up call, Katie. Sally, Mm. thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy life and going on iTunes and leaving us that review. Don't forget to email me at themisfitclub at gmail.com to redeem your $100 gift certificate to use towards anything KBMSC related. I thank you. And if you haven't gone over there yet and given us a review, the hell are you waiting for, you lazy bastard? (laughs) (laughs) Get over there, you lazy bastard. Takes two seconds. I always review people's podcasts because that's what, you know, people, I, I read my reviews. Absolutely. 110%. Obviously, I do. I freaking say them on here every week. So get over there and get your shit together. So I'm just getting right into it, Jill, because you know that's like how I roll. (laughs) So I've known you for about, what, two years now? Just about-ish. And the first time I ever met you, you came to a spirit day. Am I supposed to Was crack? it Spirit Day or was it one-on-one Reiki? <gasps> it was with That's Right. Well, so it was supposed to be Reiki, but okay. it wasn't. Yeah, you're jogging my but memory. But actually, <laughs> we met before then. Tell me. Though you may not remember. Tell me. I the don't remember what, if I January. took a shit this morning and wiped my ass. I don't know. Tell me. So I believe it was before then when you came and did the Girl Scout oh, event at yoga. Right. That's right. Do you remember that? The yes. I remember. It was amazing. I, I remember that. Yeah. You and Karina were there too. Yeah. So I taught yoga because yep. you guys got locked in to this like got, Yeah, it was a YMCA lock-in with the Girl Scouts. Oh, actual fuck. Yes. And then, yeah, someone reached out to me from the Girl Scouts. I went and I did um, yoga and I brought my crystals and all these things. And like mm-hmm. I was so in awe because I am 
just so excited that like children are so woke. Yes. Like they are so into the crystals. They're so into the yoga. They're so into the meditation. Like I looked out and there was like literally 50 girls in that Mm -hmm. room and everyone just had their fingers together and they were just meditating. And that was, that was a big um, inspiration for me to keep doing what I'm doing, especially, you know, with children too. Right. Because they need it more than a lot of us do. Yeah. And I think a lot of them enjoyed that the most more out of anything. Zumba? There was Zumba, which was <laughs> interesting. You were pulling just say. you were pulling people from Zumba. Oh my god, the like, girls what's like going on yeah. there's crystals in there. I'm going over there. Yeah. Wasn't it like the girls could do Zumba once and then yoga and once then and then they could choose what they, they wanted to which, do? Yeah, it was something like that. Let's just say Miss Zumba didn't have a lot of people. I mean in the Zumba pool, room. they love the pool too because yes. you yeah. know that's a little bit different, but they loved that. So yeah. that was actually the first time I I saw you in person, but we didn't really Yes, we didn't really like talk. Chat. And then you came that that pre, the next year for a one on one. Later on that year, yeah. We were going to do Reiki. I made an Reiki an appointment for Reiki. That didn't happen. That did not happen. No. So Jill <laughs> sat, Jill sat in my office, and I was like, you know, in my mind is like a Reiki master a healer. I'm like, yeah. okay, so we'll talk for a little while, mm-hmm. and then I'll get her on the table, and I'll do Reiki with her, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh-uh. That we ended up talking for like 90 minutes straight, and yeah. I was just like. Bitch, I'm not raking you. We, this is like we need to do so many other things right now because you were going through a really yeah tumultuous time. and also ascending time in your life. Yeah, where you it had was like a major transition time for me. So t- yeah, let's talk about that, yeah. Jill. Let's talk about that major transition time. Yeah, and I think so. We did that, and I have to say, the one session with Katie that you know it hit the hour, and you were like, "Yeah, you're not getting raking today," and then we kept going, and we we didn't stop. But right. that one session was more, I got more out of that than years of therapy. <laughs> I mean, with so a traditional crazy? therapist. Wow. You know, you know it people was, tell me this? Yeah. They're like, I've gone to therapy for 10 true. years and I went to one session with you and like, I feel mm-hmm. like, well, because I, I, a lot of, and I've been to therapists before too, and mm-hmm. I'll say something and they'll say, well, how does that make you feel? It's like, bitch, what do you think how it makes me feel? Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm like ready to fucking fall apart. I'm like one one step away from freaking out. Yeah. Well, and I I tended to have a lot of um, therapists that just kind of like agreed with me. I don't want that, you know. And, and I'm the opposite. There was not the action step, and you, you were know. just like, girl, we you got to get your shit together. We're gonna fix that. We're gonna <laughs> fix that. You know? Um, and then I went to a spirit day, so that was like my real. Yeah, um, you immersed yourself. Yeah, I immersed myself, and I haven't left. <laughs> now, now it's my home away from home at Katie Boyd's Mystic Club. No, really. Not only yeah. has Jill not left, but now Jill is a Reiki master teacher herself. Mm-hmm. She holds yep. incredible um, meditations and Reiki circles and all kinds of events at Katie Boyd's Misfit Club. Mm-hmm. You actually do healing at Katie Boyd's Misfit Club one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. And um, we're in the middle right now of getting all of your programs together, which is so, yep. so, so awesome. Yep. So from this one time I met her at Girl Scout camp... <laughs> right. yep. And then did this like not Reiki, Reiki healing session with her. Mm-hmm. And then she came to a spirit day. Yeah. And then you help us downstairs too, which we're yep. so grateful My for. Oh, God. Yeah. God. And then your yep. children both take karate downstairs with they Matt. They do. Yes. And, you, and you're upstairs with us, yoga yep. and up and every other damn mm-hmm. thing. So yep. let's talk a little bit about, um, I mean, obviously you probably know what you want to talk about, but I mean, I guess we the first- We could talk about so many things. Oh my God. We could be I here think. for 17 hours. I'm not even could. joking you, which yep. some people would probably love because I think that people out there in a bitches land actually want to hear um, how someone was- you know, faced with an issue mm-hmm. or issues yeah, and how they took the tools from the ambitious movement, apply them to their everyday lives to really propel them to the next level mm-hmm. and whatever that means. Cause we all have different stuff, right? right? For everyone. So start at the very beginning. Right, so it's a very good place to start. So I think probably the a good place to start is that transition period. Yes. 
um, which is where I started um, getting some of those tools and putting them to work. So I had gone through a divorce, and it was a tough time in life. My son was just about a year old, almost a year old, but um, my ex had actually moved into the other bedroom in our house the day before I found out I was pregnant. So I went through the pregnancy. You know, and it was, you know, I probably should have known it was coming type of thing, but you were just like in your little world. Absolutely. And ultimately what had happened was I met him when I was 25, thought I knew myself, right? Um, (laughs) Thought I knew who I was. We got married at 27. We had some really great times. I have absolutely no regrets on anything in my life, which is something that the tools have helped me to realize. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had lost myself over time. Absolutely. So it was like, who is Jill? You know, I had absorbed the true Jill. Right. So there was, you know, the Jill growing up, there was the Jill in her 20s. You know, there's different transitions in your life. Mom, work Jill. Right. But it was like, like an identity crisis almost. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, what's my identity? My identity was always what I did, not truly who I was. Oh my so God, it was, so true. you know, okay, I, you know, I'm a college graduate. I'm really good at accounting and business. I'm a business person. Yes. Um, you know, I got married. I'm a wife. I had kids. I'm a mom. And that is literally, you know, I could say I'm a Girl Scout leader. I'm, and it, everything was what I did. A label. Yeah. It was all a label, label right? Label of something. It's all the different masks that we wear every day, and right. then we feel so disconnected to our like power source, which is our true selves. Yep. And um, it was now like my mission was find the authentic. So I went through the divorce. We actually were officially divorced before he moved out, and then he moved out. What the actual fuck? And I decided because I thought it would be better for my children to and my dog. My dog was also like a, a child, a huge center. Yes, my first you know, child, um, what was better for them was to stay in the house that we were living in, which was like 2,400 square feet, two and a half acres of land, land, a big indoor, you know, in-ground pool, you know, and it was great. End of a dead end. I absolutely love it. You know, sometimes think, oh, what would, would it be like if we stayed there? Right. Um, but I had taken all of this on, you know, he moved out, you know, and, um, you know, I took it all on and I used to joke around that I am, I must be on the Truman show. <laughs> Mm. because that's the best movie ever (laughs) it was I had lost my identity and my life was just happening to me yes and I was like living in that uh one one you know one step forward two steps back or three steps back or four you know and Jill and I always joke about the Truman Show because I feel like I'm living in the Truman Show sometimes too do you guys know what the Truman Show is I don't know do people know what that is Mm -hmm. that movie with Jim Carrey it's like the best and he is living in this like faux world where like he's having a bad day and it's like cue the rain and like he's walking he's having the worst day Jim Carrey and all of a sudden the fucking rain starts pouring on him and then like somebody hits him in the head with a snowball and then it's like all this shit always happens and when you're going through a really hard time in your life, like a divorce or a loss or something, you do feel like a lot like you're walking in this like fake reality where you're yeah. just like, is this fucking real life? Yeah. Is what else you say, what else bad could happen? Yes, oh, exactly. I'll show you. Yep. And then cue the rain, <laughs> cue the this, cue the that. Yep. It's true. And it was almost, you know, it was, you know, it was a groundhog day. You know, <laughs> yes. it was groundhog day. It's all those things that you kind of think of when you think about yep. your life just happening to you. Yeah, waking so up. So I would wake up in the morning, life. I would get the kids ready. And you know what? He he's a great dad. He takes the kids half the time. You know, he wants the kids, you know, half the time. So 
we split it up. So that was another identity crisis situation because, oh my gosh, I'm a mom, like all the time. Why, you know, how can I be a mom half the time? Yeah. So that was a big thing. And then I was taking care of the house and the two kids and they were very young and I was working full time in um, corporate America. And, you know, I could work from home some, so it helped a little bit. But, but it was like I was just doing a lot. Either. I did not love what I was doing. I had stayed in a job for a lot longer than my soul was telling me to stay in the job. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was just a lot of things, and I felt like there was nothing that was really just me, mm. other than like my kids. I mean, love, love, love them, but they're in there like the center of my world. But I was not the center of my world. Yeah, it's a problem. So you know, it's really a, and you know, I went through that identity crisis basically, and was going through it at that time. So, so Jill thought it was going to be a good idea to just shake up that snow globe yes. and turn it all upside down. <laughs> so Jill, tell them what you did literally so in 3.2 seconds. In 3.2 seconds, I quit my job. I moved. <laughs> um, Your dog you passed know, away. My dog passed away. So that was tough. But, you know, it took a couple years to get there. But I, well, first I went to the spirit day. That spirit day I had put my house on the, I had decided to put my house on the market. It was Mother's Day weekend. Because that's, um, we well, that's how we roll at Spirit Day. <laughs> I put my house on the market, but when we were in Spirit Day, I, we were talking about manifesting, yes. and I was like, I'm going to manifest the buyer for the house. Yes. Within a week, I had the buyer. Great. So nice. I got the buyer. It was a, you know, it was kind of you know, a disaster. Again, things were still just happening to me, so like the whole transition was yeah. still tough. But I moved to a brand new town. It was closer to the kid's dad. So Pretty much all by yourself. Helped. Yeah, I bought a house because I'm, awesome. you know, not going to rent. I've never rented in my life, so I'm like, I'm buying a house. Yes. So I bought a house, but it's a lot smaller, smaller yard, the whole mm -hmm. thing. And then my dog passed away, and that was like the kind of the cord cutting, yeah. so you say, of, yeah. of my life. That was all like my old life. Mm, I mean, I'll so always crazy. be attached to my ex-husband. He is the father of my kids. Um, you know, we actually have a great relationship to, you know, co-parent. Um, with them. I love the part where she said that three, I was taking three steps backwards, yes. yeah. but it was actually forward. It was. Yes. Because you took the steps backwards. Oh God, I can't get anywhere. I'm not making any traction. Your traction was actually to go backwards so you could take a Correct. look of yeah. where the hell you were yep. that you're not really who you are, right? You're, mm -hmm. not, you're not even focusing on who Jill is at that point. Yeah. Well, they say you have it's to pull amazing. the arrow back. Right. To, to shoot it, right? So that's, yeah. and that's story. what we don't want to do. We don't want to pull yeah. the arrow back. We just always want to just be like a bull in China shop in our spiritual <laughs> much, world that doesn't much. work. Keep yeah. going, right? And then a lot of people live like that. And you lived like that for so long. Yeah. And when you, when, you were, when you came to Spirit Day and you're like, okay, this is like I am my own worst enemy, mm -hmm. but I'm also my best friend. And so if I can actually take a real look at my life and say, none of this shit's working. Yes. I'm the only one that can change it. Mm -hmm. Okay, what are the steps that I have to take to propel myself forward? And That's again, exactly it's it. pulling yourself back and looking yeah. at your world from the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. It's funny you say that. I actually got a tattoo of an arrow on my ring finger, my wedding when? finger. Years ago. I did not know that, You've never know, you've never known I've that? Never I just noticed that. it myself. Yeah. I'm like, she must have been writing it with a pen and no. got some ink on her. Then I go, That's no, wait crazy. a second. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So it was wow. because Sorry. that Sorry, was, my I was just exact... using my witchcraft right there. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you didn't know that. No, um, but that was I exactly a arrow tattoo. Yeah, that's so weird. But weird. I did one too. <laughs> that was exactly <laughs> it. And it was one of those like Max. I'm not going to live in regrets. I, you know, the, it was all mm -hmm. part of my story. 
but I, I'm not going to keep repeating and living in that story. Because you choose and not to. Because I choose not to. So that's yeah. what it is, is my life is a choice. It is not something that is being done to me or you know for me by anyone else. It is all a choice that I am making to live the way that I'm living. So when I finally made that choice to take those steps and put myself first, it actually has propelled my relationship with my children um, and my life mm-hmm. and everything ongoing. And literally just a couple days ago, uh, my daughter, who is 10, um, going on 25, literally. Uh, <laughs> said to me, you know, mom, I'm so glad you did that because you are so much happier now. Wow. Um, and I, cry. What was you a- know, and I felt like I needed to stay in that house for so long for them. And it was a, you know, it was a tough transition because, you know, you're, she was in third grade God. when we, when we moved yes. and stuff. But now, you know, in hindsight, she's like, you're so much happier and her father is so much happier and everyone's happy. You know, everyone's ha- a lot happier because of the steps that we took. What was the number one tool when you started working with Katie? What was the number one tool that said, you know something, I'm going to change. I'm going to find Jill. And maybe a couple of different things. There's a couple of things. Yeah. I would say the core desired feelings is definitely key is learning to know like how you really truly want to feel every day Mm -hmm. because then that can help you just, you know, lead your life the from way a, you want it to. From a feeling, not from waiting feeling. for something, event right. to happen before yeah. you can feel right. it. Or, or money yeah. in the bank. Or, or yeah. That's material um, possession. And really meditation. And yeah. all things spiritual, because I really had, you know, I grew up Catholic. I went to a Catholic college. Same. And all of that. I was, you know, but I never really had the spirituality piece of it. So, you know, I was drawn to Reiki yeah. for some reason, literally just like a couple awesome. months after our... We never even had a session. I ended up going and getting so Reiki one attuned. So then, crazy. And um, that just propelled my life in that direction. I started to trust myself more, meditating every day. Um, even, you know, I started, I was still at the corporate job. I started for five minutes in my car before I, you know, got out, walked into the building. Because, you know, it's so crazy with kids in the morning trying to get ready. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can meditate. I don't know how to meditate. Everyone says that. Everyone I've met through this, you know, almost everyone says that. A good percentage of people say they can't meditate. Or they, they say, I don't have time. Or I don't have time. Which also is very annoying. Yeah, I was like, bitch, you've been on Facebook all damn day posting recipes. <laughs> yes. Shut the fuck up and go meditate. Yeah. If you don't have time to meditate once, then you yeah. need it actually twice. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And, so meditating. And setting your intentions. Like, yes. you're yes. so good at that. Yes. And we now have actually incorporated that into our family um, with the three, myself and my two kids. We set our intentions every day with help from, you know, inspiration from the dojo at karate and, you know, in karate and with Katie. But we, you know, set our intentions every day. We meditate. We have like a list of things that we, you know, try to go through and and do it. Or we just sporadically do it in the moment. So it's not just like a checkbox. Yes. We just make it like, you know, authentically part of our life. Yeah, it's awesome. So it is really, you know, it was so tough. It was so tough to make that decision, those decisions. And, you know, start fresh. But I've never been one to shy away from new things. No. Um, However, I was just kind of like doing the motions. You know, I always said I could be, you know, if I could be make money, you know, in doing school or shopping, those would be like the two things that (laughs) I would be so good at. Um, But it's putting putting it into motion. It's like, you know, I have, you know, all sorts of books and schooling and all that, but it's, it's doing yeah, a lot of people are like professional learners and yes. they're not professional doers. And yes. you have to learn, but you also have to proactively execute. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people have a problem with in the spiritual world mm-hmm. because they're really good at like reading self-help and they can regurgitate that shit like it's the back of their... I have friends that like can say like, 
Course in Miracle whole paragraphs of like a book that li- on Audible takes 40 hours to listen to, never mind read. Right. But then I'm like, yeah, but your life's fucking shamble. You're not putting anything you learn into play. You have to actually learn the things and then put them yeah. into play and intertwine is, them into your everyday life. Which is the life. hard part, right? Is. Is totally. That concept and putting it into your life. But I will yeah. have to say that um, out of all of my clients, there's like a, like a handful of people that have like gone above and beyond and taken everything that I teach and really put it into their lives like 100% and Jill is one of them. Oh, absolutely. Because for yep. someone to, you know, have just gotten a divorce and lost their pet, which is like, to me is like mind blowing because mm-hmm. I've had that to lose pets before the and it's day just like life, the worst day ever, especially with little kids too that are mm-hmm. like, that's their family pet, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to deal with all that stuff too. Yep. Then moving, getting a divorce, quitting your job, literally one day just being like, I don't even have a fucking plan B. <laughs> But I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to quit my job. And there is nothing more burn your boats than quitting your damn job and not having like any backup. Mm -hmm. And so for the last year, you have just been on this like magic carpet ride. Like sometimes it's wild. Sometimes it's scary. Mm -hmm. Um, But you always seem to – because, you know, I can tell – I know your patterns now working with you Mm -hmm. for so long. And Jill will get like really like scared and she'll be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to do. And then all of a sudden I'm like – Okay, Jill, you're cool, you're cool. And then all of a sudden, I'll get this like amazing yeah. email where she's like, so I know this email's long, but I had some brainstorming. And I'm like, yes, yes. because yeah. she's taking that time and she's pulling back. And it doesn't mean um, you're never going to feel fear. Like right. doing this kind of work, I think, has been some of the most scary t- times of my life because oh, it was 100%. really easy before to just to be like status quo. Mm-hmm. Like get up every day, put on your three-piece suit, go into the fucking corporate office, mm-hmm. Speak the corporate language. Pretend you care care about the shit that's going on in the cubicle next to you, mm-hmm. and and staying with the same person, even though you know that's probably not your forever person, mm-hmm. and doing all these things. But you really, really have big balls, and, hairy, that, big oh. hairy balls. And <laughs> <laughs> all that pain led it to go inside more, deeper, right? Yes. Like she said, I was born into a Catholic school oh and all God. this and that's stuff. another thing too, but to be you, Catholic and then all of a sudden say like, I'm now going to meditate and I'm going to teach my children all these things. Which you like, can do both. I mean, it has right. nothing to do with you. You can, but a lot of Christians and a lot of Catholics, and I'm, and I'm Catholic too, so I'm not like talking shit, mm-hmm. but I know for a fact that like, and I've had this happening before, like people will say like, oh, you meditate and then like they'll say I'm a witch. Yeah. And I'm like, what the, fl- what yeah. the fuck? I mean, my daughter was just confirmed, so we're still following right. pieces. But oh, they, I was. I it, went through all yeah. of my. Con- Jesus went off to meditate by himself. Oh, exactly. many, many oh God, times. sir! Don't God, tell sir. anyone that. Then, that could hurt someone's feelings. Well, it's just the well, truth. because it's not. I have to tell the truth. Then. Yes, yes. Forty it's, days because it's not the Bible. Days. It's not the stories. It's not the history. It's whatever the religion is telling you. Yes, right. Um, but prayer is meditation. You know. Yeah. Except you know it's uh, funny because Deepak Chopra once said because um, Oprah had asked him what's the difference between prayer and meditation, and he said prayer is when you speak to God. And meditation is when God can speak to you. I would rather have God telling me shit than me always being like, God, I promise. Be a listener. Just give me this thing. (laughs) I'll be really good. Because that's how I prayed my whole life. And I only prayed when shit got really fucking bad and I had nothing else to turn to. Where meditation is a constant practice every day where you're allowing yourself to be in that still space and you're Mm -hmm. allowing the the divine to speak to you. You know? And that's what I try to explain to people is that you know, spirituality or meditation, you know, for a specific example, is not religion. It's it's not religious. It is 
for me, it's a separate thing. Yes. So I, I'm, I'm still Catholic. Mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. go to church. Yes. We talk about Jesus all the time. All the time. And God, um, you know, we're driving down the road and my son will be like, mom, do you think Jesus is in that church right now? You know, like, I mean, we He's have lots and so lots of conversations cute. about that. He's but then we also right sit and meditate. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. But then there we also, you know, meditate and and take that time for, our, in, for me, it's just more for myself mm-hmm. and to get whatever is needed from the energy out in the universe. And God is an, God is an it's energy, part of it. mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Like it's God energy, it's divine energy. And I, yep. you know, people say like, well, God is a man. Well, I think God is just, it's both the masculine and the feminine energy combined yep. so we can just be our best selves, right? you know, but we have to allow that energy into us Correct. because a lot of us, we're just like, as you know, you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. You're living in Groundhog Day and you're never getting quiet so you can actually hear God speak mm-hmm. to you. Or that think, was exactly it. Or even yep. think, you know, like you were saying how you would write an email or Katie was mentioned that you would get on, you, know, you get your head clear and actually have that time to think. That's my number one thing. Right. Number one is meditation to be able to just clear and yep. then to be able to take my, I always have my yellow legal pad and I'm always jotting things down. And I remember yep. went to law school but I need my think time <laughs> yeah. to be able to get my thoughts on a piece of paper and say where the hell am mm-hmm. I? Where am I going? And is where I'm going, is it, is it working? Are the Action right. steps t- I'm taking, is it bringing me to the direction that I want to be? Absolutely. Right? Yep. And I think I know you do a lot of that. I do That's that. awesome. I always have a book with me, a paper book. Like to actually uh, like read. Like a real book. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I have Audible too and stuff, but I have a paper book and a notebook. I yeah. always have a notebook. I, That's great. I'm constantly. Because yeah, you never know. You could be like yeah. walking in Tarjay yeah. and God talks to you and you're yeah. like, oh, I got to write that down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'll use my notes on my phone and yeah. whatever, but it's so that you don't, you don't really lose it. But because you quiet your mind. Yes. You know, you're open to more things, and the more you do it, the more open you are to it. So, you know, that was definitely one of the things that, you know, it's it's helped me change my basically my entire life. Entire life. Yeah. So, for women out there in ambitious land who have gone through very similar kind of transitional things and experiences that you have gone through, what Mm -hmm. is your like best advice for them? Is to really trust yourself. Um, You know, don't just. You know, poop. If you think about something, there's a reason why it came to your mind. There's a reason why it's there. Absolutely. Um, you know, so so sit on it and really think about why is that coming up. But trust yourself because you know, I found that there was so many things that I was just letting other people's opinions um, get sway in sway you, um, sway me. Yeah. And because I had some failed, like a failed relationship in my mind, I. I was thinking of it at the time as a failed relationship, but there was a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had all these fails in my head. Um, don't think of a fail as a what you know we define it as. Think of it as just a piece of your life and have no regrets for anything you've gone through because there's a reason for it. But if you trust yourself and you know yourself, so truly figure out, figure yourself out, and it's okay to put yourself first. Yeah, that's a hard one though. I think so many because it's funny because you know I always preach this like if you fill your own cup, everybody yeah. else will be mm-hmm. fine. And it's crazy because um, a couple weeks ago on social media, I had posted something about this very thing that we're talking about about mm-hmm. putting yourself first. I got so much flack from that. Yeah, so many women inboxed me on Facebook and they were like, um, "I don't agree with this. Like, mm-hmm. you need to like take care of your family. You need to do all these things." I'm like, "How can you truly take care of your family and take care of your friends and take care of your loved ones if you feel like a steaming pile of dog shit?" Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and there's still a I way to have them that. at the forefront. They yeah. can still always be at the forefront of your mind. 
And my taking care of yourself you doesn't mean like leave your baby in diapers for three <laughs> no. days and then like take off the and be like Thelma and Louise and go to the spa. I'm like, out of here. Stay yeah. here, Johnny. Four-year-old Johnny, I'm right. going to the spa. Right? No. And it's so crazy because I also said like, um, you know, p- being of service, which you are so yes. of service. Like everything you do is like, okay, how can I serve? How can mm-hmm. I serve? And I always talk about being of service too and you're so amazing at that. And I get flack for that too because people are like um, – don't serve people. You just get fucked over. Like these are the sh- this is yeah. the shit that I yeah. get. We gotta listen to who this this, this right. knowledge is coming from. I'm not <laughs> saying, probably not the brightest bulb in the I world. I'm not saying it's right by any you know, means. Right. What I'm saying yeah. is I like you try to yeah. wake up every day and serve, mm-hmm. and I try to you know say these things, and like people will fight me on it, and yeah. a lot of them are just not fucking happy in their lives. Right, but sure. it's all about the intentions that you have set for that yes. and have keeping the boundaries because I never had boundaries. Oof. So like I would serve boundaries. Would what serve, are boundaries? Right, but I would serve to all days long and do everything that everybody told me. Yes, or ask me. To. Yes I was to, the yes woman. Uh, I mean, I yes, you know, I sure I can do that. Sure I can do that, and I'd be like, how am I going to get that done? I'll, okay, I'm going to get it done. But and once I set people boundaries, would put shit on you because they yeah. didn't want to do it. They're like, oh, Jill will do it. Yes. She does everything. Yep. So cool. once I set the boundaries and once I started saying no to things because it was not part of my core desired feelings mm-hmm. or not yeah. something that was going to really. Like Help I would me. just tell Jill, just tell him to fuck off. And Jill yeah. would look at me like, oh, I can't do that. Why oh. can't you say that? And oh, now Jill's oh. like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Is that why Jill told me to fuck off the other day when I was asking her to do something for me? Yeah. She probably that. did because she's so freaking <laughs> strong now. Now she's saying bitches, I can't fuck around oh, with her anymore. Right? She's overly a bitches. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah, for being for part. Me. Where can people find you? At the dojo in the gym. No. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm um, Evolve with Jill is the name of the company that I um, run. And I have a website, revolvewithjill.com, and my Facebook and Instagram are the same. So it's all Evolve with Jill. Yeah. I love it. Evolve with Jill. Yeah. Jill, thank you so much for being a crusader of the Ambitious Movement. And thank all of you for being crusaders for the Ambitious Movement as well. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Great job, Jill. (laughs) Jill's amazing. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.